Hello everyone and welcome to the 80s Cinema Club. Today we're going to be reviewing Back to the Future Part 3, released in 1990. The plot follows... Bro, it's chill! Straight after <laughs> Back well. to the Future 2, <laughs> in which Dr. Brown gets sent back to the past and Marty is left stranded in the 1950s with only a letter from the, 90, the 1880s telling him what has happened. So this film follows him getting back, even further back in time, to the That's 1880s true. to meet... Dr. Brown once more, and to save him from his early death, which he faces at the hands of Mad Dog Tannen. Are you just making that up as you go That's along? actually yeah. a pretty good plot summary. Yeah. It does what um, it says on yeah, the Yeah, we let... Uh, welcome back we to the Cinema Club. Uh, we let Lewis... Oh, yeah? Uh, That's an important part. The what? He falls in love. Oh, right. With Clara Clayton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for the last episode of Lewis's, we thought we'd let him... Yeah, they're gonna summary. crucify me after this. Do you know? Do you know the budget of the film? Well, it was forty million because it's the yeah. same as the last one. <laughs> it made like yep. two hundred and twenty million. Did it? Did it not make that much? No, it didn't make as much. That's a whole lot of money. I could buy at least three dogs with that. So, at least, at what least three is dogs. the dog doing? Maybe more. I don't know. A few more. At least three. What episode is this? this is episode twenty-one? Did we mention? Oh, probably twenty-two at this point. What's nine plus ten? Oh. Wait. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. It is episode twenty-one. You're stupid. The last one was 20, then we did 20.5. What? There is episode 20.5 probably won't get released because Harry said some really controversial <laughs> shit in that. He said... What did I say? Can't say that. We can't say that. Right, okay, well, I guess we're going to move on then. It also has Mar- Mary Steenburgen and plays Clara Clint, by the way. Who? The same woman who Mary plays Steenburgen. the mother in Step Brothers, which is the greatest comedy film of all time. Sorry. Will Ferrell and Tom Dunn's look alike. She also John plays um, the wife in Elf. Yeah. She does. She does. Mm. That's where I recognise her from. The, these episodes seem to be getting more off the rails as well, uh, it's we it's record just them. just a fun bit of trivia for you, Harry. So maybe Wait, you sorry. Uh, I'm just looking at Cassis here. Douglas Douglas Needle's actor is called Flea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a flea. Oh, he's a musician. Yeah, right, what's his actual name? Michael Peter Balzari. Nice one. Oh, okay. he, he, was, he was in Red Hot Chili Peppers. That. Scott, you should little wish you so... Sorry. Big tangent there. Don't copy Eight Cinema Club, episode 21. Hope you enjoy. $75 for a horse. What a bargain, in my opinion. I mean... I played Red Dead Redemption 2. They, they range all the way up to $800. Seriously? A white Arabian, yeah. I mean, nowadays, 75 would be good. I think it was worth a lot more then. You, you can get a lot of meat off really a really esoteric and political. Yeah? In the olden days, poor people had horses and the rich had cars. Nowadays... Only the rich have horses or poor people cars. That is true. Moving on to Back to the Future 3, though. (laughs) Um, What else have I got? Hanging of Stinky Lomax. Rest in peace. We lost a real one. (laughs) Um, Copernicus being the dog in the 50s. Uh, Doc Brown being casually racist towards the Japanese. Not believing the quality (laughs) products produced by them. But I mean, to be honest, after that, Japan haven't really done much. (laughs) They'd industrialised and they'd got nuked. (laughs) That's a true fact. They didn't really Fuck do much up to that point in history. I mean, they had samurais and everything, but... Samurais are pretty cool. They didn't industrialise like the late 1800s. Then they got involved in both um, One of my likes was oh, yeah, the, um, the DeLorean <laughs> and the Native American... Um, I like the wheel on the DeLorean. Cheers. Like, oh, the new wheel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the new... Uh, the DeLorean and Native American's chairs I thought was really good because they've actually put a DeLorean in the desert and just like went, oh, drive it. And I think it looks cool because it looks, it, look, it looks out of place. Yeah, I think it looks. I mean, quite generally, cool. 
you don't find DeLoreans in the desert. No, they, that's true. When they have the DeLorean getting pulled by the horses, that was like Walking Dead season 10 type stuff. Where that is true. The cars yeah. Were, like, <laughs> yeah. Pulled by horses. Yeah. Um, I, I found it funny that we that kept the tradition of the third time round of Marty waking up in oh, a random God, bed, yeah. I thinking his mum's there. <laughs> Just like Stop. I had this awful dream. Yeah, I had this Reusing awful dream. Maggie McFly, you know what is peculiar? <laughs> so, the McFlys, <laughs> the McFlys are his dad's side of the family. Yeah, and Seamus and Maggie are his great great grandparents. Mm-hmm. So why does his great great grandma on his dad's side look identical to his mother? <laughs> There has to be inbreeding somewhere Incest. Along the line. It's lots of incest. <laughs> Seems like it. I mean, if you look at Back to the Future 1, incest. <laughs> yeah. Bordering on it. He stares at boobs. I'm assuming it was to do with casting. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I also thought um, the Wild West setting is actually the best one we've had. Did I think it's the most interesting. What? Did you know Seamus McFly was played by Michael J. Fox? I didn't when I first watched it, no, until you told me. I believe this guy. Did you notice that his, his uh, wife was also played by Michael J. Fox? What? <laughs> no, she wasn't. <laughs> Michael J. Fox actually played the horse that Clara played. <laughs> it's true, yeah. His Did face is on the front it? of the train. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, um, Mad Dog Tannen was played by the same guy who played Biff. I did know that, yeah. Yeah, it was wild, isn't it? It's wild, Jesus isn't it? Christ. Almost mad. Wow, you can say that again. (laughs) It was almost mad. (laughs) I thought um, the Wild West setting is the most, because obviously the first two were the same. And I got it in the first one trying to keep it like simple because it's obviously trying to meet his parents. And in the third one, they went like all out with like, you know, the cowboy aesthetic. Very like out there. It's very nice. Very interesting. Yeah, it's very different to the other two. I don't know. I know you had, we had futuristic like 2015, but it was the same town. But but it's something more impressive, I guess, seeing the Western set in 2015. And the fact they did shoot it in Arizona as well. So it was like, that is real. They built it all. That's one thing I've outside. Arizona's not real. It's completely different. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a much different thing they have to have to traverse than like... Hill Valley has like greenery and stuff. And no massive mountains on either side. Yeah, Yeah. no massive like rock formations in the middle of it. But then the first thing he sees when he goes back... It's massive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very different setting that they have to tackle for like... That is true. Considering what they're used to. It's usually like a highly populated area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had to do something different to try and like engage people. Which is reasonable. I thought the set design was really good. Yep. Like, it does feel like your classic western town yeah. where it's like one street. Yep. Like, you see it's one like street. Valentine and Red Dead. Oh. It's awesome. Half the people listening to this aren't going to understand any of the references. Red Dead Redemption is a cowboy game and there's a town called Valentine, which is the classic there you cowboy go. street. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I like how Doc's idea of a cowboy dresses in complete bright colours as well. <laughs> yeah. Like pinks and yellows and blues. It was With really atoms on each shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Very He's just... <laughs> just where, where do you even buy that? Modernising oh, stuff. Honestly. He made it, didn't he? Who knows? Could have. I, it would make sense if he made it. Because that stuff just looks horrendous. Yeah, we carry on with the links to other characters. So the principal, Marty's principal in the school, is like the sheriff. Yep. Oh, I can't remember what they actually called him. It's the same guy. It's Marshall. Or yeah, the Marshall, that yeah. was it. And because he, he's talking to his son about discipline. Yeah, so he's like, <laughs> what now? Marshall Strickland. In 85, like 100 years old. I don't think it's the same guy. <laughs> probably like his dad Well, following the themes of this, it probably is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably was the same actor. Um, main thing about this film, the train sequence, I think is the best sequence in any three of the yeah. films. It's like... And it, you finally got character development from Marty. Like, why the fuck did it take this long for <laughs> character development? Genuinely. That's my biggest pet peeve. But again, it is nice to see that they actually try to 
have some change in Marty's personality. Because obviously at the end you have the whole thing, throughout the whole thing, of Marty being called a chicken. Uh, yeah. And that he can't really step down and feels as though he has to prove he's not necessarily a coward. And in this, he kind of has that outer perspective that it doesn't really matter if they think that he is a coward. Which I find funny is that's probably one of the most iconic like Marty McFly traits. And yeah. It doesn't come along till the second film. It's mad, isn't it's it? It's not in the first film. And I watched that's that so I thought, strange, that's really it? Yeah, weird. It doesn't thought, come along until the thing. second one. But it, when it comes up in the second one, it's like, oh God, he can never stand being called a chicken. I'm like, why was that not in the first thing? Yeah, because he turned on like, it, it's, like, it's like something we already know. Yeah, and it, and it's, like it's a needles. massive plot point in the third one in the fact that yeah. he almost ruins their chances of escaping. Like, well, he almost gets killed, doesn't he? Back to the future. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! I know. So like, this should really never film after that. Like, it's yeah. a really <laughs> very catchy. It is. No, but I thought the train sequence, because it was quite, a lot of it was practical, like with the train moving and stuff. Yep. Like, and it was actually shot. It really feel, I mean, Doc, Doc who's like 60 something and <laughs> yeah, just God. sits in a lab all day. He's pretty nimble. <laughs> He's pretty good to be honest. But it does feel like we have, we've had obviously action scenes and the others like in number two, when you've got them, um, they're trying to chase down Biff. Yeah. And then there's obviously oh, the, I like that with the hoverboard. yeah, the mm. skateboard scenes and stuff. This, was well, this is really scene. like, it. they're taking up like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, having, cause really all, you've, all, you've got like the DeLorean getting pulled by horses was shot properly yep. and then they're doing it. And then there's loads of different practical scenes where they're yeah. actually riding on horses. The it's bear. Like, yeah. Yeah. The bear. The bear was real. Was it? Looked it. I mean, it looked real. But uh, why would it some... not be? Sorry, yeah. M- Michael J. Fox also plays the bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's another up. one of his uh, acting credits on the film. Yep, bear man. I did really like how they gave Doc Brown a love interest because, like, that yeah. In the second film, I think he's talking about how the time travel was built so you can understand like the greatest mysteries of the universe, where people will go, where they've yeah. been, and maybe even understand like women or whatever. Uh, <laughs> might be the first one I can't remember but. yeah to be fair for all it kind of fe- it felt a bit like what was the point it was it was a nice point it didn't really change too much obviously it had it gave Duck kind of like that I, what's the word really like dilemma as to whether he stays in the 1880s yeah. which he said that he liked to begin with with this newfound love of him or does he go back with Marty to the time he belonged? Yeah, in? they did really put more stakes on this film yeah. being the last one. And I think the characters did get their payoffs with like Marty going back and like, you know, life still being normal. And yeah. like, uh, and he, what is the line he says? He says at the end, Doc, uh, when he comes back. Yeah, it's something along the lines of uh, your future hasn't not, been written yet. It's not written yet, yeah. Yeah, your future. Which, if I'm honest, this is, like, obviously we're in the like section. I don't like the fact they brought back Doc. Well, I think because I don't have much else I like about the film, although I I do prefer it to the second one. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's a it's got a lot more going for it with mm-hmm. it's like it you know it being very different and some of the the comedy uh, that comes across. So that the person I like is the Undertaker. Yeah. To take the guy trying to take his measurements for his for his suit for when he dies yeah. <laughs> and then for like his coffin, you know, it, it just them little things that happen and Marty and Doc flesh out their relationship even more. Oh, they definitely do. With yeah. Doc like saying, "I told you not to come here," but it's really nice to see you. Yeah, I do really love that scene where Biff's hanging Marty and Doc comes on shoots. He's got, yeah. Yeah, he's got a sniper. He's got a sniper rifle. <laughs> Here's another Red Dead reference. It's exactly <laughs> what you do in one of the missions of Red Dead. Really? Some guys getting hung and you have to shoot the world. It sounds like uh, Back to the Future Three copied Red Dead Redemption. Well, Red Dead pretty much copied it. <sighs> Terrible. Yeah. It is, um, I do find it a really refreshing 
Because like yeah. you've had the first film, which is good, and then you have the second film, which kind of goes down because it does the same stuff. But then they just shove you in the Wild West and it somehow works. And it's like, you know what? I really like this. <laughs> yeah, it was quite fun. I enjoyed it. Moving on to dislikes then. I don't particularly like the romance that Doc has. Okay, fair. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. Like, it's not... I don't know. There's just something about it. So the first thing I said was, how does he fall in love when Clara was supposed to die in that canyon? So you said to me yesterday, well, not yesterday, the day before when we watched them, yeah. and maybe she died at a different point, but she wasn't. She was going over the edge there. That's true. And like, I don't know. How, because what the way I'm thinking of this is obviously the, the canyon is named like what, Clayton Canyon, something like that. Yeah. I think the fact that Doc was in that time period means, it already means that she would already have survived. Because if but you that, think that, Doc's yeah. only goes to find her, so Doc would have yeah. already been in that area and would have saved her. And that's, that is, that's, that's the thing coming back to the time tab it's quite confusing. Yeah. And they don't really Because he'd agreed to meet her, hadn't he? Yeah, he'd agreed to meet her. So he was heading that way already and they yeah. dropped at the train track. And then obviously, thought, you, well, yeah. we could do use this. Just I don't, I don't know. Just right place, right time. I don't know. I, yeah, we yeah just, I agree with you. It just, it's not really... It doesn't. Some of it doesn't seem pretty plausible. Yeah, Like, you know... It's just really weird to me. I can't really describe it. Just the way that happens and then it doesn't like really alter that much you because they talk because he goes oh it's only the thing you know only a canyon hasn't been named but this woman's gonna go live a life that she never did doesn't that change like everything so like yeah because so, like, like people that's die the same in, for like the first yeah, one and the second thinking, well, true. Actually, because... it's like people dying seems like that should be like a fixed point in time that you can't change or like something true. bad's gonna happen but she doesn't die and she goes on to live this life Maybe it's slightly better considering the life she lives is with the person who's a time traveller. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't affect the lords, but this person is going to go on to die and, like, live a life that they never did. It's, yeah. It's the same mm. with Doc Brown, isn't it? In the first well, one. yeah. Doc Brown was supposed to die, but he doesn't. Yeah, and I feel like with with the fact that Doc Brown's got this big time travelling train... Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that, if I'm honest. That's the other thing. That is the other thing uh, I don't like. Feels the really main cheap. thing Doc Brown says, he wants to get Marty back so he can destroy the time machine yeah. and this will never happen again and he does destroy the time machine and he then really. he does it gets destroyed and he's Trends. like oh well we did what Doc wanted five minutes later Doc, Doc, comes, Doc comes back in this time machine he's managed to figure out to power with steam instead of plutonium yeah why I know he wanted to go back and see Marty right but the temptation of like being able to go another place again yeah it doesn't it just like I said earlier it, it feels like they should have just left Doc in the past it's like they have their heartfelt goodbye with I, him. I like, like what he says to him, though. Where he's like, yeah, like the, the message he gives is the good. good. And it, I like that he goes to see Marty again. Yeah. But he didn't need to because no. it, it does take away from the fact that Doc sacrificed himself to save Clara and leave himself in the past. And like Marty would forever have the photo of them with the clock to like yeah. remember their like adventures. If, if you wanted that message delivered, Doc would have... I like children and grandchildren alive. Yeah, exactly. Like, why couldn't present? he have just wrote more letters that Marty could have received? I don't know. Maybe they felt like playing on tropes again was a bit too cheap. But after three of, films yeah. of doing that, but they could have. That's that's a good reason actually. He would have. Had, he had children. He would have had children. So unless like something horrible happened, those children would have had children, so, yeah. and then and then they would, knowing what he did, he would have told their stories to them, and they would pack the time machine would have been passed down, and yeah. then he would have told them about Marty. And then Marty would have went to them and he was like, oh, I've been expecting you to arrive and I've got all these letters from Doc that he wanted me to give you yeah. and like all these things that happened in the light. It just feels like they could have done it in a better oh, way. Oh, you could have just had Doc shouting at him as, if he, as he disappears from 1885. Yeah. 
Because ultimately, Doc and Clara go away off on the hoverboard and they stay in 1885. So you could have just shouted it there and ended it as Doc just staying there. Yeah, true. It's really like uh, there was so many other ways I feel I could have put that across. The message is very good. I agree. Yeah. But just the. Yeah, I'm not a fan of when happy endings are put up crossover. Probably could have been a better. Like this, it was. it was still a happy ending technically because Doc was happy. Doc was happy. Marty Mark's was happy. technically happy. Everything's been. And then rated. if he went to go see this long lost relative of, um, oh, yeah. you know, of Doc Brown, because that great, would have still grandson. been a payoff because he could have left things for Marty to show him what his life was like. Oh god, yeah. And he could have showed all these other children, and it would have been like really nice yeah it would have been like a just a, a good way to end it rather than leaving it open with Doc Brown now travelling through time once more and Marty back in 1985 yeah it just it seems slightly I, I forced for them to be able to like do one last goodbye yeah I, I feel like it was the same way um you got anything really? Lewis I mean I just know what you're saying but I also do kind of like his living out his dream of wanting to yeah travel around oh true. yeah see I understand no that to see the train <laughs> yeah, that's true considering the DeLorean is a pretty out there car especially when he buffed it out to be a time oh, machine God, yeah. making a train like that a massive like steampunk time travelling train yeah it like, was pretty cool it, to be honest there is like 10 years I'd say between when Doc Brown leaves Mark oh yeah there is probably yeah because the kids are there there's like a reasonable amount of time for like tried to rationalised all but yeah that's fair yeah I mean I don't think it's the best but also I think yeah, it's not could the worst. Worse, it yeah. could have been a worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I preferred this uh, quite a bit to the second one because I thought yeah, it had a lot more I to offer. And it definitely, like, gave you more of the action uh, and adventure stuff you kind of wanted from the Back to the Future things since the first one. Yeah, which was I kind feel of like this a bit is what skewed. the second one should have been. Yeah, it should have been something more like this. It should have been a little bit of a, of a different spin on the time period rather than just doing something. It's kind something. of like Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2 was meant to be set in the past, but then the the company wouldn't let him, so that's why Evil Dead 3 set in the past. Damn. Let's get back on track. That's fine. Yeah, so yeah is, that, is that I us? I don't think really. Again, this is just, it's kind of hard to talk about it again because I think at this point, by the time I started watching it, we were kind of losing steam anyway because it'd be like four hours. Right, and it is, right. When you do a film, so... Especially... Yep, steam, trends, <laughs> right, right, get it? Especially because you... trains you steam to run. He's gonna have a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> By the outro, he's gonna be crying in the corner. And Lewis will be having full run. So it's different. So the only other like group of films we've done on this is the Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. But the difference with them was there was years between when they were set. True. The Back to the Future trilogy, it's technically you could cut it together as one film. Yeah. Because it's it is strange, like one it? continuous story. They follow, follow on immediately. So it's after. very hard to like talk about them individually when they are all the same story, just made in a different year. Yeah. Which I think is why these may be slightly shorter episodes. But, I mean, they are obviously things to themselves. Yeah. And they do put across different things. I'm trying to think of anything else but, that was interesting, really. But it's again, it's just kind of like, it's, it's fun to watch, but it's not memorable. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I do like how they give Marty more of a character arc in the fact yeah. that like overcomes the chicken thing. He overcomes his chicken thing. Don't get to love interest. Um, and it does pay off quite well. Biff's yeah, this is a weird thing. Did Biff's ancestor get like killed? Because he get, he gets put in jail. How does he have a kid? I think it's implied that he might be killed, he, but he might he already get, have he gets, a kid before. Yeah, well, yeah. To be fair, who knows? It wouldn't be that surprising. Who knows? <laughs> but not. Let's not try to get into the. Uh, yeah, we've already tried this. to discuss yeah. so much of this. <laughs> it's just ratings then. Worth it. Right, seven. Uh, I'd say same as Back to the Future too. Seven. Yeah. Seven, seven, the best, not the a worst. seven. 
I am. Um, I gave an eight because I I, I enjoyed it. Well, like I I enjoyed it a lot more. It's just I don't know. It's a really weird thing to rate these now because the first one in my eyes was like nostalgically perfect. Yeah. The second one is a bit boring because it does the same thing as the other one. But I think the third one because it like puts more life into it. Fair. Yeah. I, I feel like. There's more of that it offers, and I do enjoy you know, I it a lot more. That. Yeah, it's a good send off, I think, for this. Uh, so I think that franchise. we are seven point five for Back well, to the Future Three. While we're still Back to the Future, it's the wrong film, but that was my only chance to say <laughs> Back to the Future One. That scene where they're dancing, Fly, <laughs> when George goes and pushes that little ginger boy away from the rain, and Martin oh, yeah. fly, everything comes back. His hand comes back, and he starts playing the song on the guitar. It's such a good scene. I like chills every time I watch it because it, it's just like. <laughs> I just love it. Did you forget to say this three weeks ago? Another point that's shown throughout every one of the films is that on the town uh, town hall, when Doc Brown's up there trying to resort the lightning cable, which we talked about every time it showed up, is that the ledge of the townhouse breaks, but the clock arm doesn't. So for some reason, this clock arm yeah. can support Doc Brown's full weight, but this stone ledge just can't. I mean, fair. Back to the future. What? Okay. <laughs> Back to the Future 3. Electric Boogaloo. That's usually two, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. Um, what was Star Wars Part 3? The Force Awakens. No, it wasn't. Back to the Future, The Force Awakens. That was not... Yeah. Th- okay. Back to the Future, The Empire Strikes Back. Rogue One, a Back to the Future story. <laughs> How has this gone to Star Wars? Because <laughs> they just copied it, you know? Questions, questions, questions. Um, as usual, uh, this is the last guest episode with Lewis, and he has written us three questions. No! Hopefully, oh, we might get him no! back. Well, yeah, but the last Someday. Back to the Future episode then. All right, fair. Um, he has written us three questions, and Ow. me and Alfie are probably going to get them wrong again. So, take it away, Lewis. Pregunta uno. What does Clayton's Ravine get renamed to In the at the end of Back to the Future 3? I'm racking oh. my brain. I'm pretty oh, sure I know yeah. what it is. I can't remember that. Well, get a bit of memory. What do you think it is? Work for Harry to decide whether he's going to guess or not. Um, I'm just going to like Steam Train Canyon or something. You're wrong. Is it Eastwood? <laughs> it is Eastwood, Ravinia. Oh, oh, Clint Eastwood, yeah. because he. Never, they think never said, but on the sign. It changes to Eastwood, doesn't it? Yeah, because yeah. they think he died in it, didn't yeah. they? Because obviously Cause he, he disappeared. Train, yeah. Oh, that's, cool. that's a good question. Right, next one. Pregunta dos. What's the nickname? He really adds a new flair to this question. Biff <laughs> Tannen's ancestor hates. Oh, yeah. What is the what? Nickname. Biff Tannen's ancestor hates. Really easy question. Just yeah, think of yeah. his name. Oh, um, Mad Dog. Mad Dog Tannen. Yeah. Buford Mad Dog Tannen. Right. Buford's such a weird person. Pregunta so tres. What are Doc Brown's kids called? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't care about oh! that. Very easy if you know. Yeah, I think I got it. Um, <laughs> Crushed life. Off the top of my head, it was like Claude and Bartholomew. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I and Jules. Yep, Jules and Vern. After the author, Jules Vern. <sighs> creator of 2000 League Under the Sea. Journey to the Centre of the Earth. I'm and back on my oh. trivia game. What was that three now, for you there, wasn't it? Now the lead has been increased. If, if I get oh, everything no. wrong for four episodes straight and you get them all right, you win. Yeah, I'm I'm not doing well on the trivia, guys. <laughs> you can come, you can claw it back, I'm sure. You are mid. So then. <laughs> so then. I think we need like a soundboard clip of Lewis <laughs> saying like the question shit. 
So we can just put it in every episode. <laughs> how, how relevant? You are broken now, aren't you? You are I've actually... How relevant was this film? I can't anymore. Let me just get a little reference. For all Game of Thrones fans, it's like... <laughs> oh, my God. God. What is Tortured going on? Ramsey Bolton. That's the fall of Harry Peden for you, everyone. Anyway, oh. back to it. Relevance of this film, please. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty relevant, considering... 2023, but it was set uh, 1885. Oh, <laughs> I think, in my opinion, it's quite hard because, like we said before, it's like it's within the trilogy, so you're yeah. gonna watch it if you're gonna watch like the Back to the Futures. Although this is kind of easy to miss off, isn't it? Because it's the last one, you know. Yeah, but I think. Although it, yeah, to be fair, if you've seen the first two, you may as well see it through. Yeah, and I mean, I think this one because it's better than the second one. Why not? It's like yeah, you, know, you may as well at this point, like I was saying, it's like it's oh, not. Yeah. I don't know why you'd watch the first two and then not the second one. No, why you'd watch the second one and then not. As a callback to the previous episode, it's like watching Pirates of the Caribbean 1 and 2, but not 3. I mean, 3 of the same story. Continuity. Something that lacks. We're calling back like they did callbacks. Yeah, we're not waking up like five separate times. No. I thought you were going to ask me about how long people slept for, so I memorised them all. (laughs) I know, let me guess. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go for it. First one's nine hours. It is, yeah. The second one's two hours. Yep. Then six hours. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know the last one. I don't know why I remember that. No, Alfie made it a thing to tell me yesterday that he knows one. Yeah, nine, two, and six. Damn. As if he'd sleep for like two hours. I saw that. And the two hours was all right, but nine hours. Well, yeah, why did she remark like, oh my God, you slept for nine whole two hours? Two hours he'd been knocked out. Mustn't it have nine been? Nine hours he'd been hit by a car. car. Six hours. Mustn't have nine hours though, right? He was like, yeah. wasn't it like lunchtime or something when he got hit by that car? Well, away it was like. Yeah. Cause I mean, they were like having like morning. their dinner. They were having like tea. When the, yeah, it would have been early morning because yeah, if you I remember Harry Peden when he first gets to the fifties, it's late at night, early in the morning. It's one twenty-one a.m. Ah, true, actually. Ah, then, yeah, yeah. So maybe it might have been about like ten o'clock ish. Yeah, might been like yeah. Then, and then, uh, then he goes to Doc Brown's house. He gets the thingy at daytime, doesn't he? Gets to the actual city at daytime. Fair enough. Very fair. <laughs> And that's it for today's episode of the AT Cinema Club. Thank you everyone for watching. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow on Instagram, TikTok, yeah, Twitter, Spotify, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, email, Facebook. And you can listen to us on. You can listen to us on Spotify, yeah. other such Apple Music and other yeah. such devices. That is valid. Wherever you're listening to us right now, obviously you can hear us. Maybe even a radio and like Peru or something. I don't know. Imagine oh, that. Actually, can we get like Peruvian radio permission? I'm not. Maybe no opinion. I could find a guy. You could find a guy to get us on Peruvian radio. Um, this has been the three Back to the Future films. It's been it's a lot more painful than I thought it was going to be. It's been very chaotic because we filmed these all back to back. I am genuinely sorry if this is like more off the rail than our usual episodes. Although I kind of think, I hope you like it. Oh, I mean, I, I, we hope, you will it, enjoy hope it. it wasn't you bad. Enjoyed. We'll be back to our normal, but I'll go, back to my, I'll go back to my normal like monotone voice. Next week, don't worry. Yeah, Alfie's not being influenced by our guests. No, <laughs> He's not I'm not. I'm not having something to bounce off of my fucking chaotic shit. I don't know what Lewis. He's just. He's just looking at me. <laughs> so, have you? What film are you planning on doing next for the, um, the fans of the podcast? Oh yeah, actually, so I don't know. Twenty-two either. will be. I think it's uh, Dracula, Prince of Darkness. I have no idea what that is. It's about Dracula's. In the Prince of Darkness, presumably. Potentially, I assume so. I have no is it a Marvel film? No. Morbius! Watch Morbius, Ethan. Watch Morbius. Yes, it is indeed uh, Prince of Darkness okay. uh, next week. When's that one from? 
1987. Okay, interesting. I, I mean, I've never heard that, so it'll be uh, interesting. I've um, I'm fairly sure our good friends over at the 100 Horrors podcast did it, and they thought it was. Oh, shit. did they? All right, so. okay. <laughs> I mean, then that's it probably going to be a. Let's let's. It could be good. Harden is French, everybody. Jesus, he's. We said how many times I've sworn in the last few episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it might it might be. An, listen to it. We might think it's. I mean, because if we're saying it's shit already, it's like oh, I won't listen. <laughs> we haven't watched it. It could be all right. We'll have um, to win, so. Yeah, that's really thanks for watching. Um, these have been yeah. three Back to the Future films. Uh, they have been. Lewis has been a really good guest. He has. Harry's on the verge of mental breakdown. He really I'm is. gonna go cry now. <laughs> this has been too much. I'll for be me. back. We will. We'll at get Lewis back on at some He'll point. He'll be back at some point. Probably like Harry needed like a like year to detox minutes. from this shit. I think. <laughs> and we'll get Lewis. I'll back. be back. All right, guys. Uh, see you later. Take care. Bye. Tell your mother you love her. <laughs>